Hi, and welcome to the Hormonal Mama podcast. I am your host, as always, Kara Drescher. Today on the show, I'm talking with the multi-passionate, multi-talented Irene McCripless. Irene is the owner and founder of sleep consulting company Lullaby and Me, as well as the pregnancy and postpartum-focused skincare line Irene Organics. Listen in as we discuss infant and toddler sleep consulting, the magic of natural and organic skincare ingredients, and of course, Irene's love affair with fitness. Hi, Irene. Welcome to the show. Hi, Kara. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm so glad. So I had all these questions for you because mm-hmm. you have these two amazing businesses that I think a lot of people will appreciate. Mm-hmm. So I want to start by talking about your business as a certified pediatric sleep consultant, mm-hmm. uh, Lullaby in Me. Yes. So I think the big place to start is finding out exactly what a certified pediatric sleep consultant is. <laughs> That's a good question because a lot of people don't know what it is. <laughs> yes, that is true. <laughs> uh, but basically, um, I help parents who are having sleep issues with their infants or their toddlers. Um, I pretty much give an evaluation um, of the sleep issues that they're having. So whether they're waking up constantly throughout the night or having short naps or maybe they just don't know how to fall asleep independently, I pretty much help evaluate why um, those sleep issues might be occurring. Mm -hmm. Um, And I basically help them find a solution to the problem. Um, A lot of the times it could be uh, sleep training Mm -hmm. um, or it could be even just a schedule adjustment. But I basically help parents work through that and find a method that they're comfortable with in helping improve their babies and their toddlers sleep. That is so important. When my kids were little, I was like, how are we going to do this? Because (laughs) sleep is nuts. And with little babies, it's just so tricky. So I think that is so great that you offer that to, to, to people. Yeah. Yeah. And their children. So I wanted to ask, because I think it's really interesting to know how you got started (laughs) as a certified pediatric sleep consultant. Yeah, It's actually a good story. So before I was a sleep consultant, I was a professional nanny um, for almost 10 years. Uh, I had worked with a lot of families and the last family that I was working for, um, I had started with them with their newborn. And by around six or seven months old, uh, we were having a lot of sleep issues with him. Uh, he was waking like every hour or two at night. Uh, oh he needed to be rocked. He needed his pacifier. You know, the second it would fall out, we would have to run to him to go put it back in to, to help him continue sleep. It, it was, oh, it's so stressful. it was exhausting. <laughs> even I mean, oh even as a nanny, I got to go home, you know, at the end of the night and I was exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. <laughs> So the parents were actually like, oh, we're going to hire a sleep consultant to come help us out. She's going to come come by and kind of show us, you know, how to basically sleep train him and what we need to do and how to continue it. And I was totally open to it. And I was like, wow, this this is awesome. (laughs) And she came she came by and we basically just followed everything she told us to the T. And I was just simply amazed because by like night three, he had slept 13 hours straight. (gasps) Wow. And I was just in awe of how amazing this process is and how quickly 
we saw results. And I really thought just, you know, as a, as a nanny, I was like, this would be something great for me to add onto my resume. So I looked into the the certification. Um, Mm -hmm. It was a six month program. Uh, You needed childcare experience uh, to qualify, which I already had had. And I decided to get certified. And once I was certified and started working with all these different families with sleep training and helping their babies sleep better, it kind of just took off on its own. And I, I've been doing it since. Oh, that is so, that's so neat. And yeah. that is such a great story. <laughs> yeah. So, so how long have you been doing that now? Um, so I stopped nannying and I've been sleep consulting for three years now. Wow, that is so yeah. cool. And you love it. Oh my God, I, I love it so much. That's so great. Yeah. I mean, I, I imagine it's so fulfilling. It really when is. When you see the results. Oh yeah. And you know what? I work for, I work with parents for a two week period. So a lot mm-hmm. of my stuff has been virtual lately. Yeah. Um, so a lot of it is phone and email and texting for, you know, a two week period. And it's just so amazing that, you know, as a nanny, I would work with one family for a few years. And now I get to work with, you know, like 20 families a month. And I help out so many more people this way. So let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. How do you find, that's not what I mean to say. What I mean to say is how different is it doing it virtually? Um, Like, is it, is it harder? I actually think it's easier. Um, I'll tell you why, because I feel like when I was going to people's homes, um, they were kind of expecting someone to show up and just sleep train their baby for them. Mm -hmm. And that's not really the case. That's not how this works. It's not a a one night magic pill thing. (laughs) Definitely not. Um, So I try to explain to parents that even if you do need me to come in home, you know, if you are local, uh, I, I don't just come and do it for you. I come and I help show you and guide you on what to do with your baby. So, so you know, it's something that a parent needs to do on their own. And it, you know, it requires a lot of consistency and patience for, you know, several days. So I can't be Definitely. there all the time to, to help parents. So I, I think, I think the virtual actually helps parents do it themselves. You know, That's, it kind of makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, they they just need more uh, of a support system than anything, Mm -hmm. you know, with the texting and the phone calls and just, you know, the guidance. I mean, you know, hearing you say that makes so much sense. When I look back a year ago when my kids were really in the throes of learning how to sleep on their own Mm -hmm. and how beneficial it would have been to have a sleep consultant to really help us. And I love what you're saying about how doing it virtually make is kind of easier. Yeah, yeah. I imagine for parents, that's helpful because it's almost like having that distance forces them to do their part of it. A hundred percent. It, it makes that. them accountable. And, you know, at the end of the day, sleep issues with their with babies and with toddlers, it actually really comes down to how the parents are approaching it. So it's mm-hmm. it's more so coaching the parents through anything. You know, I like that you just worded it like that because mm-hmm. that's exactly what it's like. And it makes so much yeah. sense. Yeah. And it's so needed. Yeah. So I think that's great. It's Thanks. really, really cool. So that kind of brings me to an interesting question here. Mm-hmm. What would you say is the most common myth about infant sleep? <laughs> so... <laughs> I mean, when we say infant, I always think, you know, zero to 12 months. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, 
from birth to three months, sleep is always very erratic. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's there's not much you can do there but to just tend to your baby when you can and just kind of, you know, push through that, that first three-month period where, right. you know, they don't know any better and they're new to this world. Um, <laughs> but when sleep issues continue past that <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and, you know, when you see, you know, by six, seven months – you know, your baby's still waking every hour or maybe they need to be rocked or, you know, there's a lot of overnight feedings that may be unnecessary. And there's all these sleep issues. Um, a lot of parents think, oh, my baby will just grow out of it. Um, <laughs> right. Or this this will, you know, it, it, it'll be a phase and we'll get through it. And, you know, in a year it'll be fine. And right, right. I hate to say that that's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> you know but... sleep issues do do continue unless you address them so you know right you can't keep doing the same thing and expect different results you have to change either your routine or your schedule or your you know the way you're putting them down the way that you respond to them um unfortunately babies don't grow out of their sleep issues so that's right. that's a huge myth that parents parents have <laughs> that i mean you know i hadn't even thought about that and and as you were saying that, I was thinking about how with adult sleep issues, it's not all that different. Right. You have to change your approach. Your habits, yeah. If you're having, yeah, I mean, that's just, I just like that. I mean, that yeah. makes so much sense mm-hmm. to me. <laughs> it really, really does. Yeah. Some parents are like, so, wow, you, you just speak to me and something clicks, you know? <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. It's so true. It's so true. <laughs> That brings me to another question, mm-hmm. kind of related. So are there any tips that you can give new moms to help take, I want to say, take the stress away mm-hmm. when dealing with sleep issues in their newborns and infants mm-hmm. and toddlers, I guess? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, with, with newborns within those first three months, sleep is just so erratic and so all over the place. Um, there's really no such thing as a schedule. <laughs> Uh, you know I learned that the hard way (laughs) they're really just you know new to this world and they need a a lot of help and that's okay in the beginning um Mm -hmm. don't I I feel like a lot of parents come to me you know they're like oh my one my two-month-old baby you know won't give me more than a four to five hour stretch and that's completely normal Uh, there's not much I can do about that you know that's just in their nature um you know you sometimes you just really need to let them develop their brain first in order to, you know, teach them how to self-soothe or how to, to sleep independently. So it does mm-hmm. take a while. So for those first three months, I would say just get as much support as you can from anyone around you. Yeah. I know they say sleep when the baby sleeps and some moms are like, <laughs> oh, that's not practical. But you know what? Take what you can get. Yeah. Um, even if it's like 30 minutes just to take a shower, or, you know, just take some time to yourself. <laughs> I think that's so important, you know, and try try to, if you have a partner to help you, try to, you know, take shifts and give each other, you know, some, some breaks in between. I think that makes so much sense. Those are such great tips and it's so important. It really People don't take the time for themselves and you need to. Yeah. I didn't. (laughs) I'm a prime example of what not to do. Oh oh, man. (laughs) But you got through it. I did. And that's so important to remember too. You will get through it. Yes. You will survive. Yeah. Before you, you know, survive. it'll, it'll be over and your, your little one's going to be grown and you're going to be like, where'd the time go? It, it's exactly <laughs> what happens. Yep. I didn't believe it. And now I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so 
I want to ask you an interesting question, uh-huh. and then I want to sort of transition to your other business. Sure. But before I do, I'm really curious about two things, really. Uh-huh. First, if you weren't a certified pediatric sleep consultant, uh-huh. what profession would you choose and why? Or would you still choose this profession? Um, It's a tricky question. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I love what I do so much. I think it's amazing that I just uh, stumbled upon this industry and this career. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I wasn't, if I didn't, I'd probably still be nannying or I might have done uh, teaching, actually, just because I oh. love working with kids. So what kind of teaching would you have Probably have like done? an elementary school teacher. That's yeah. a good job. Yeah. It's a tough job. It, it definitely <laughs> but, is. But, but I, it's awesome. Yeah. I love being around kids. I love just watching kids grow and, and learn and I don't know. It's just something I feel like I was born with. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. I mean, I hear it in your voice, the way you're talking about yeah. what you do. You can hear how much you love helping. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to say helping families, but it seems more than that. It feels to me like it's helping the little ones. Like oh, that's yeah. where you, I mean, and my next question was going to be, why are you passionate about the work you, that you do? Mm-hmm. And it, it sounds like, well, I'll let you answer that. <laughs> oh, it's, it's just, it's so rewarding. It, it makes me feel so great that I get to help out so many families as a whole. I mean, I'm helping moms, dads, the babies, grandparents, nannies, caretakers, you know, everyone who takes care of the child, basically, and the child yeah. themselves. Um, and that's so huge. Yeah. Sleep plays such a big role in our everyday lives and even just improving sleep can improve so many other things as well like a child's behavior or even their feeding habits it just mm-hmm. you know once you get sleep on track everything else really just falls into place and it makes everyone's life a lot easier um uh, just all around it, it does it really does <laughs> and i can again i can hear that in your voice how important it is to you and i think that Aww. is so great <laughs> i love hearing that yeah. So let me change tracks for a minute yeah. and ask you about your other business, yes. which I'm a huge fan of. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about Irene Organics. Let's start with tell me what Irene Organics is all about. So Irene Organics is uh, basically a pregnancy and postpartum skincare line. Um, it's made with all natural and oral, all organic products. I handmade make them myself, literally. <sighs> you know, in my kitchen. Um, and I just, you know, I really wanted to find a product for, uh, pregnant and postpartum women that was just extremely healthy and non-toxic. Um, and I, I feel like a lot of the, the big brands that are on the shelves nowadays are, they claim to be, uh, non-toxic and organic. And I feel like they're really not, you take a look at the ingredients and it's like, okay, what is this? (laughs) Right. So I felt like it was just so important to, you know, put the, put the ingredients in there that, you know, when you read it, you know what it is and it's something that's, you know, is natural. And my motto is if you can't eat it, it shouldn't be going on your body. (laughs) I like it. I love that. As you know, as a licensed esthetician, I hear that and I agree with it. Yes. So very much. And as a side note, mention how much I love your products because Yay. I have your postpartum belly oil Yay. or stretch mark oil yes. and the balm. Oh. And they are amazing. Aren't they? And 
And, and they, I'm not just saying so... it because they're mine. <laughs> right. But you know, because you believe in what you Oh, yeah. You make. I mean, I've tried so many other products and literally even when I run out of my own, I have like these other products that I bought just to try out and I go mm-hmm. to use them. Like even like Burt's Bees, something that's supposed to be, you know, organic and natural. And I put it on and I'm like, this doesn't feel good. <laughs> No, I completely agree with you. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's, it's itchy. It's uh, like, I'm like, oh my God, uh-huh. my stuff is so much better. It goes on it so smooth. And, you know, I have very sensitive skin too. So if mm-hmm. my skin doesn't react, I know someone else who has sensitive skin, they won't react either. So, it's true. Yeah. And I, I am someone who can really say it's true because <laughs> I use your products. I was, you know, I have to just tell you, I was so surprised at how smoothly the balm went mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. I put it on between my fingers. I rubbed it and I put it on my belly and yes. I thought, this feels nice. Right? <laughs> oh, I like this. Yep. And I'm very, very picky about what I put on my body. Oh yeah, me too. I mean, I just, like you said, if it, if I can't, if I wouldn't eat it, I don't want to put it on my skin. Exactly. And I feel, I just... Look at me. I can't even make my words because I love them so much. <laughs> but you. I do. And I'm I'm almost two years after giving birth. Mm-hmm. And I am covered in stretch marks. You oh, know, man. I had two babies and my belly was yes. across the room. Oh, man. <laughs> and your products work and feel amazing. Oh, so that's just so a glad to hear. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're glad to hear it. Yeah. I'm happy to tell you. <laughs> so... That actually answers one of my questions, but I'm curious here. Mm-hmm. Did your experience as a sleep consultant play a role in starting Irene Organics? Um, my my experience as a nanny definitely inspired it. Um, mm-hmm. I've experienced, I've dealt with a lot of kids who've had very sensitive skin, um, mm-hmm. a lot of eczema issues, and I always mm-hmm. found that like the natural products that you could just find in your kitchen worked best. Mm-hmm. Um, even things as simple as like olive oil, uh, mm-hmm. like, and I found that really like the products just made things worse, like the yeah. store, store brand products. Um, mm-hmm. so I definitely wanted to create something of my own. And when I became pregnant, it was like a light bulb went off in my head, my head. I was like, <laughs> Oh, this is the perfect time for me to create something. Cause I know, you know, for years now I've been using just coconut oil for myself as a moisturizer. I don't even buy any like creams or lotions anymore. Um, So I was like, I would love to make something for pregnant women and postpartum women. um, That's just 100% natural. And that is huge Mm -hmm. because again, as an esthetician, I know there's a lot out there that is not natural, that is not organic. And there are a lot of things that claim to be organic or claim to be natural and they're not. Yeah. And that can be so frustrating, especially when you're pregnant and you're even more aware of what you're putting in and on your body. 100%. So I think that is so awesome. And And, you know, it's it's actually so funny because even before, you know, I got into the whole natural skincare, I was always into skincare and always bought all these creams and lotions and face masks and all this stuff. And once I started using natural stuff that I was actually like making myself, I realized mm-hmm. that they were actually so much more effective too. Yeah. And yeah. it just, it, it amazed me, honestly. Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. So here's a question. Mm-hmm. This, this is all about stretch marks. Yes. So what would you say 
is the most important thing that women can do to combat stretch marks? Okay. So number one is definitely, you know, hydrating and moisturizing. Mm -hmm. Um, Number one. But there's also, you know, drinking plenty of water. That also hydrates Mm -hmm. your skin. Um, I'm, and I've always been a big fan of collagen. Mm -hmm. I was doing it way before I got pregnant and continued it throughout my pregnancy. Um, I used to do it. I used to do like just put collagen in my smoothies, um, Mm -hmm. just because my, I had a lot of issues with my joints and I felt like Mm -hmm. it would kind of like help me feel better, but it, you know, collagen is not just great for your joints. It's also great for your hair, your skin, your nails. And that also helps with stretch marks too. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that those three things are like huge. I know they say genetics plays a big role, but there are definitely things you can do to, you know, overpower that. <laughs> Absolutely. And just as a side note, you mentioned genetics and I'm so glad you did. Mm-hmm. And it is really interesting because even though they say that genetics plays a big role mm-hmm. in my case, that was not the case <laughs> because my mother, no stretch marks uh-huh. and my older sister, who also had twins. Oh my gosh. No stretch marks. That's so crazy. <laughs> I mean, it is. And and here I am. I had no stretch marks oh, my man. entire pregnancy. And then it was 32 weeks, one day. And suddenly I noticed all these stretch marks oh, and it gave birth three days later. Oh my God. <laughs> so wow. It's just crazy to me yeah, yeah. hearing this because it's like genetics. Yeah. They say yeah. it does, but they, so they say. Really. <laughs> right, exactly. exactly. I, I say I say take control and and you know do what you can on your own. Yes. <laughs> to prevent for and sure. you know it help help reduce it too, you know. <laughs> yes, I completely agree with you. <laughs> so let's let's change pace here a little mm-hmm. bit and talk about some more fun things. Sure. So tell me, what do you enjoy doing when you're not working? Oh, man. When I'm not working, I am a workout fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> I see that on your Instagram. <laughs> I, I literally, I've been so um, athletic and active my entire life. Mm-hmm. And I've always been super into health and fitness. And honestly, I, I if I don't do it, if I go a day without working out, it actually really affects my mood. So I get that. I, I totally, like, I, I tell my husband all the time, if I could have been like a professional athlete or a trainer, I would have just because I love doing it that much. I could do it all day if I wanted to. Um, that is so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I love hearing it's, it's that. It's a big part of who I am. And that's really cool. You know, I think a lot of people who maybe aren't athletic or into fitness see people who love to work out and they're mm-hmm. like, I don't understand that. But <laughs> it's, it's really cool to hear someone who is saying it's such a big part of your life. Oh, yeah. And to see you, like I said, on your Instagram, I see your stories. I see you like pushing throughout your pregnancy, working out. And I'm in awe. I mean, I was like, I was laying on the bed throughout my pregnancy. Like, "Uh -uh, I'm not walking to the door. (laughs) You can't make me. So it's really inspiring to see that from someone going through pregnancy. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, think, oh, you work out just to to look good. And for me, that's not the case for me. It's, you know, a lot of it. It um, helps me mentally and, you know, it just makes my insides feel good, you know? Oh, that's so great. Yeah. And it's so good for the baby. Oh, yeah. People underestimate that. 
I know. all the time. I, I hate when I hear like old school people like, don't you dare lift up anything or, you know, Ugh, it know. drives me nuts. I'm like, do you know how healthy it is for the baby? <laughs> right. It's so true because if you're not dealing with like a high risk pregnancy uh-huh. or other issues, yeah. it is so important yeah, yeah. to be healthy. And part of being healthy is working out. Yes. yes. And, and people forget that. Uh-huh. People think it's all about eating healthy. And while that's a component, yeah. man, taking care of your body at the gym or, or however Definitely. you do it yeah. is so important. Absolutely. And it's just, it's a whole thing. Yep. So let me ask you a couple more questions. Sure. Do you have a nickname that people call you? I, actually- I, I like to give my <laughs> example. People call me Caribbee and people call me Caribou. And people call me Care. Not very exciting nicknames, but I'm always curious. I like them. They're cute. People have nicknames. Yeah, they're fun. You know, whatever. I actually don't have any nicknames. Um, I've always no. been Irene. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, I come from a Greek background, so my mm-hmm. name in Greek is different. It's Irene. Yeah. Um, oh, so that's how it's pronounced. That yeah. Is, oh, wow, that's pretty. I like. But that. um, when. When I was little, a lot of my little cousins couldn't pronounce my name, so they couldn't say Irini. They would say Nini. So, I, oh. like for years, I was Nini, Nini, Nini. <laughs> How cute is that? But it kind of it kind of faded that. as we all got older. <laughs> of course, as it often does. My, I get that. I laugh because my son calls my parents Baba. Uh huh. And. I was like, all right, well, someday he'll say grandma. And my parents are like, I hope he calls me that forever, Aww. forever and ever. <laughs> of course, he's 20 months old. That's the only word he knows. Aww. But I hear what you're saying, how like over time it just disappears. Yeah, but yeah. I like that. It would be cute yeah. to still call you that. Yeah. I love that. I love it. <laughs> so tell me, who are three people who have had the most influence on you? Mm-hmm. So th- this is a really personal one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm going to name one because I think it's okay. that important and it's that huge of a deal. Um, awesome. And sh- it's my mom. Mm-hmm. She is no longer with us. She passed away when I was 15. I'm sorry um, and she was actually diagnosed with breast cancer uh, really young at 28 years old. And, mm. you know, my, my whole lifestyle kind of plays a role with that. Um mm-hmm. It wasn't genetics. It was actually proven that it was something environmental. Mm. Um, so I feel like in a way that also pushed me towards health and fitness and uh, non-toxic products also. Yeah. Um, so that played a huge role in my life. I think, you know, uh, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have been so conscious, I guess, of yeah, what's what's around us and what we're using on our bodies and in our bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what, uh, she passed away when I was 15, but within those 15 years, she pushed me and taught me everything I know and made me such an independent person that there's no That's way I would amazing. be here, um, without all that. That's and amazing. I just, I, I have this motivation and this drive that I can't even explain sometimes. <laughs> and I have her to thank yeah. for it for sure. Well, that is beautiful. Thank you. And it, it's amazing how important our mothers can be oh, absolutely. to us. And, and it's hard when they're not with us, yeah. but it's amazing when they can have that impact mm-hmm. on you throughout your life. Absolutely. And I think that is just wonderful and beautiful and amazing. Oh, thank you. I know. Yeah, it's, I love it's that. wonderful. Yeah, and I'm sure it's hard to talk about. So it thank is. you for sharing something so yeah. personal. Yeah, but it, you think... know what? It's a it's a big part of who I am. 
And mm-hmm. it's, it's why that, uh, it's why I've been so motivated to just, you know, I started two businesses from the ground up and just, amazing you know, just pushing itself. through. <laughs> yeah. It's hard stuff. Yeah. I know. Yeah. As an entrepreneur, <laughs> I know how hard it is. Yes. <laughs> so Irene, let me ask you one last question. Mm-hmm. Tell me where listeners can connect with you and learn more about you and what you do. You guys can find me everywhere, probably. (laughs) You can Google me. Uh, You can Google Lullaby and Me, my sleep consulting business. You can Google Irene Organics. Um, More specifically, lullabyandme.com, ireneorganics.com. And also, I'm all over Instagram. You see, I post stuff every day. Um, I love your Instagram. You. <laughs> I'm addicted to it. I gotta admit, it's great. And you know what? I feel like a lot of people have a a personal and a, a business, and I just I I kind of just mesh the two together. I mm-hmm. post a bunch of you know lullaby me sleep consulting uh, reviews and you know sleep tips, but then I also post my own workouts and you know what I do in my daily life in my personal life every day. So. I mean, I feel like people get a lot of it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and that's so great because it's so helpful to get to know you. Absolutely. And not just your business. Exactly. Business is important, but to really feel comfortable and trust someone, you want to get to know them as a person. Absolutely. And that's what I like so much about your Instagram. You're very real and that's just very inspiring. Yeah. So So people can find me at Lullaby Me on Instagram. (laughs) Awesome. 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 Well, Irene, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me. And sharing these amazing businesses. Thanks. I am so excited. This was so awesome. I'm I'm so glad. I'm so glad we did this. So my key takeaways from my interview with Irene are sleep is important And getting assistance when your child is struggling with sleep, which affects you too, is essential. Also, what you put in and on your body can have a major impact on your health. I highly recommend checking out Lullaby and Me and Irene Organics. You won't be disappointed. In my next episode, I'll be addressing the often overlooked diastasis recti. See you then.